bluff and start your engines. This is You Auto Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Auto Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome to You Auto Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. I need a gale back for that, The Answer, man. She did a awesome job on that hope you guys enjoyed that last hour uh rick and gail great kids i can't wait to get them back in again hey this segment is brought to you by hot rods and custom stuff go to hot rods hot rods custom stuff.com for all your hot rod needs and if you're looking for a good repair shop west escondido auto and trans four locations go to west automotive group.com earth day is next week so i got shad Blosh from chevrolet Take a listen. Hi, folks. Hey, did you know Earth Day's right around the corner? Well, Chevrolet knows it. And we got Shad Blosh on the line, Chevy Communications. Tell us, what is Chevrolet's relationship with Earth Day like I didn't know? Well, you know, I mean, Earth Day is a chance for people to, to remind people about how they can make environmentally friendly or sustainable choices. And certainly, the vehicles that we drive can be a big part of that. So, as you know, Chevrolet has added a new electric vehicle to its lineup. So in addition to the Bolt EV, we have a new Bolt EUV, which stands for Electric Utility Vehicle. And it's bigger. It's got a little bit more technology. It's taller. It can hold. It has more room in the back. It's basically the best of the Bolt EV packaged up in a SUV-like electric vehicle. And I think the general public has been looking for that because, you know, normally an electric vehicle is a little on the small side. Uh, so everybody, and I'm sure that's what you guys do at Chevrolet when people when customers keep reaching out to you and saying, hey, we need something bigger. You listen. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, it used to be that the early electric vehicles, they all had that funny little jelly bean type design that, you know, its purpose was to be able to slip through the air and have minimal wind resistance so that you get more out of your battery range. Now, since more mainstream consumers are interested in driving on electricity, you have to make you have to give them what they want. And you're exactly right. The I mean, the crossover and SUV segment is the hottest segment right now. So it only makes sense that we're, you know, taking our, our proven battery technology and putting it in a vehicle that's a little bit better, bigger and can do a little bit more. And when you say uh, EUV, what, what kind of range are we talking about in everyday world driving? So it, uh, the EUV shares the same battery propulsion system that's in the EV. So it'll get about 250 miles of range on a full charge, which, you know, that's comparable to what a gas burning car can get on a full tank. And then with the ability to plug it at home every night, you can basically wake up every morning with a full, fully charged battery or a, fully, a you know, full tank of gas. Yeah, and, and I tell people all the time, you know, if you're thinking about getting an electric vehicle, we got to be a little honest here. First thing you have to do is see if your home can handle it, see if it's got the, the power panel that can take it. If not, you may need to upgrade it. And then once you've done that, then then you're on, then it's time to go shop for an electric vehicle. So I don't think I've ever asked you this before, but let's say I go down to the Chevrolet dealer and I order one. Or I ordered online. Maybe I don't want to go into a dealership right now, so I ordered online. Can Does Chevrolet have a dedicated home charger that they could order and 
include that either in their payments or their lease? Yeah, I'm glad you asked. So for the first time, Chevrolet is including with your lease or purchase a free home installation for level two charging. And level two charging is exactly what you just described. It's the one that just you know, makes the whole ease and convenience factor go up a notch. Level two will fully recharge the EV and the EUV in just about seven hours. So the EUV comes with a new, a new dual level charge cord. And we will use that cord to install level two charging at your home. So that is a first for us, and it's really the, the whole purpose behind this is to just get customers' attention and let them know it is very easy, and we're, cut, we're, we're taking care of all the details so that you can live with an electric vehicle and not have to worry about anything. Right, and, and that's exactly the way – I mean, and, and that's, I love the fact that you're putting the whole thing into a package because if not, then the consumer's got to go try to find an electrician. they got to find a system. they got to – you know, there's a lot of lot of legwork that needs to go ahead of time, but you know, with with the Chevrolet dealer, you know, you guys, I'm sure, already have dedicated uh, electrical companies in the area that could do the installation without having your uncle do it or some handyman that maybe might not do it properly because the city does have to come out and inspect all the work. So for Chevrolet to take all the the confusion out of it and the stress, that you know, that's a real positive in my mind, to get somebody to go out and do it. And over a 200-mile range, you're right. I mean, nobody – I mean, most people will drive that uh, with gasoline and with all the quick chargers that are being put up all around uh, the country. You know, there's been companies that have done cross-country trips, you know, just by mapping it out. It'll tell, In fact, the car will tell you where the charging stations are. It'll tell you when you need to be charged. Yeah, it, it's a win-win, and and I have to tell you, not because I have you on the line, but out of all the electric vehicles I've driven in that price range, you guys, as far as I'm concerned, are, are number one. Yeah, no, it's it's true, and uh, that's the whole idea here is if if we're truly going to get people to change over from gas-powered cars into electric vehicles, they have to be attainable, and that the complication has to be removed. And we have to make sure people understand that not only do you not compromise anything, but actually it's better. It is better because you get to charge at home overnight. There's no tailpipe emission, so you're not hurting the environment at all. And then every performance metric in an electric car is better than a gas-powered car, unless you like the, you know, the sound of an exhaust note of a, of a turtle combustion engine, which, you know, who doesn't? But anyway, yeah. I digress. <laughs> uh, <laughs> As a person who owns a Corvette, so yeah, uh uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. You know, i got to keep good balance. Yes, you do, and you do that extremely well. Well, I tell you what, so Earth Day is – what day is Earth Day anyway? Or or is it a whole week? Well, yeah, it sort of turned into Earth Month, but Earth Day is next Thursday, the 22nd, and so we're just using the opportunity to remind folks that if you want to make a a fun, sustainable decision – consider moving into an electric vehicle and Chevrolet has just doubled the size of the EV offerings. And we're happy to see that happen. And I'd be, and I would be doing it now, you know, instead of later, you know, I mean, this is, this is the time, this is the time to get into it, uh, get all your equipment because all of a sudden, once everybody starts doing it, you know, the price of, of installations and all that type of thing, 
is is going to start to skyrocket. And uh, you know, so I agree. And if you're looking for one, truly, I can't wait. In fact, you're going to come down to San Diego on the 24th with the EUV. You're not going to let me have it, but you're going to tease me with it. And then, then eventually I'll get it, drive it, and then maybe I'll drag you back down to San Diego and we'll do it again. Absolutely. All right, buddy. Hey, be safe. Enjoy your weekend. And I'll talk to you down the road. Sounds good. Have a good weekend. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to You Ought to Know right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. The segment is brought to you by San Diego Propane. If you're looking for a good propane provider in East County, that's the only place Dave works. Go to sd-propane.com, 619-460-1705. And if you're looking for a repair shop in the La Mesa area, I recommend Express Auto Service. They work on all my cars. Go to Express Auto Service, La Mesa.com. All right, we got Kristen Barclay on the line. She's high-stepping it. Just got out of a BMW X5. Pretty slick, girl. I'm telling you, uh, this this is one of those love at first sight vehicles. Um, they dropped it off, and <laughs> I think I was torn between I could just stare at it and go, ooh, ah, beautiful, uh-huh. or I could drive it. And then once I drove it, I didn't want to do anything but drive it. Yeah. Um, highly addictive. If you're not in the market for BMW, do not test drive this vehicle because you will not get out of it. They will have to pull you kicking and screaming from it, or yep. you will just purchase it and bring it home. Well, do like I do. I called the delivery service and said, I don't know how to tell you this, but somebody stole it. I don't know where it's at. <laughs> I looked in my garage. I looked. It's gone, so you guys will just have to go find it. That way, at least you get to keep you it for know, another couple that weeks. Doesn't work with 20, that doesn't work with 2021 because they have all these locator devices. Ah, I forgot. You know I mean? Oh, you're right. That's odd, Christine. It's showing up at your address. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Uh, I know. I know. Is, but is that a cool car or what? Great vehicle. Luxury mid-size SUV. Um, you know, emphasis on luxury, but it finds, it seems to have found the perfect balance between luxury and sport. Right. It's it's sporty. It's sharp. This was the uh, plug-in hybrid, so it was extra 45 Oh. I know. Turbo inline six, 389 horsepower. Matter of fact, such a fabulous SUV that it was winner of the Kelly Blue Book Best Buy Award. Yeah. Now, I bring that up, and now I'm going to insert the price because, you know, everybody, the first question as it was sitting in my driveway or as I drove around and people saw it was, okay, love it, what's the, what's the price? Right. $81,695. However, again, this is a luxury SUV that has the – pizzazz of, of, a, of a sports car um, or a sports vehicle. Um, it's got that eight-speed automatic transmission. And as my neighbor was telling me, his wife has a, they just bought an X3. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this thing is wonderful. He's like, my wife no longer needs gas to go to work. She mm-hmm. drives from her house to the DFW airport every day. And I, I want to say it's somewhere around a 60-mile commute, uh-huh. maybe around trip. And he's like, she's not putting any gas in the car. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Wow. wow. Um, the, uh, the 12.3 inch, the digital driver information display that replaces, you know, traditional gauges that spoils you. It just makes you feel like you're kind of in the future, but it's not overpowering. Um, and then if you're kind of a geek like me that likes cool stuff, um, the gesture control and Dave is so funny. We're driving around and Marlon's talking to me about something 
And all of a sudden, the volume of the radio goes way up. And I'm like, what is happening? And I, I you know, I I'm, I'm, don't know, right? We're kind of traffic like Marlon's just room with his hands. All of a sudden, the volume kind of goes down. And I look over, and I see where the screen has changed. And so as Marlon's moving his hands, like right and left, the volume's going up and down. And I'm like, wow, my kids, if they knew about this, would be like messing with us all the time. I'm like, that'd definitely be something we would have to disable if the kids were in the car because they would just be messing with us. Um, <laughs> as well as the, the kids don't sit in the front seat of the car because uh, my oldest is 12 and, you know, 13 is recommended. But uh, she did sit in at one point while we had it. And she's like, Mom, you can configure the seat. Like, like I can do anything with the seat. She's like, except somersault. But she's like, I, you know, it's it's a sixteen way adjustable, and she just she loved the fact that she could because you know being shorter than an adult, a lot of times I think kids have a hard time getting the seat in a comfortable position where they feel like they can kind of see over the hood. Um, mm-hmm. And she just thought that was the best thing ever. Well, um, and you know, there's, and, there's only one other area you forgot. Yes, it's luxury, it's sports, but it's also a workhorse. If you, if I mean, you can actually use this if you wanted to tow something, or if you wanted to load up gear. I mean, it'll do the job. It's not just you know a luxury car. I mean, this this car will get out and do the the task that you're looking to have done. I mean, what are you talking about? If I if I go out and I buy a 2021 BMW X5, <laughs> I'm driving to um, the JW Marriott Resort, and I'm going to let them do all the work. I'm going to get a massage, <laughs> and I'm going to spend some time by the pool and the spa, and have the bartender bring me drinks. I mean. What do you mean workhorse? Come on. You are so spoiled. Marlon, we got to talk. Am I high maintenance? You but are Marlon's very high maintenance. the one that was like, I think we should buy this vehicle. Because we've been going back and forth. Because he wants more of a sports car. I feel like we need either an SUV or a truck. So we've been going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And so the fact that you know you can get this in a two-row configuration or a th- three-row configuration, although the third row is going to kind of be tight, mm. um, you know, this is one of those that he was like, well, is this a possibility? Like, maybe we should talk about this one. Um, I love some of the neat features, like it's got uh, daytime pedestrian detection. Um, you know, you've got to have the, um, matter of fact, we were just talking to the neighbors about how uh, they won't buy a new vehicle without the 360, um, mm. you know, cameras mm. where you can see all the way around. And, and I think that the camera in the BMW is one of, one of the best on the market. Um, plus, there's parking sensors at both ends. So, if- Oops. Where did she go? Did she drop? She'll call back in. Well, you know, and and then as she's <laughs> the BMW turned off the radio, I think she's back. She's must have been standing under a tree. I'm not 100 percent sure, but uh, yeah, it's well. And and I would when she comes back on, I would recommend leasing it. And the only reason I like leasing is because you know you lease it for two or three years, and then at the end of that two and three year lease, if you really, really, really love it, guess what? You keep it. I mean, you just refinance the residual. Your payments are pretty much the same, and you don't have to worry about uh, about losing the vehicle. I mean, that's. I mean, or you can buy it outright. It doesn't make a difference. Or if you figure it's too big, oh, you're back. I was just telling the. I'm back. I was just telling the folks that, you know, if I were you and Marlon, I would probably look at leasing it, say for two years or three years, keeps your payments down. And then if you're as madly in love with it then as you were before, guess what? Then you can refinance it, refinance the residual, and keep it. You're totally right. Don't give him any ideas because if he hears you, he's going to be like, yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm yelling at the dealership right now. 
<laughs> and I bet you at BMW will help you out. They're that kind of. Did company. you know that with the gesture control, you can actually like open and close the windows as well, so you can roll them up and down? Can you imagine my children doing that? Like, I mean, it, talk about distracted driving. I would totally have to disable that while they were in the vehicle. And you can. That's the beauty of it. You know, you can child-proof that vehicle if you if if you need it. But you know, this that's a type of a vehicle. You know that. It's not something you know if that you're going to get rid of in a few years because it's it's right it's super dependable you'll get you're getting good gas mileage with it I, I think it's the way to go so out of all the vehicles Marlon has owned and he's probably had over seventy five in his lifetime um, he has a deep love and passion for BMWs and yeah so for the fact that that he was able to you know. It, say okay obviously you can't have a convertible right now it's not practical can't have a two-seater it's not practical but could see this and still experience the joy in the driving and the driving dynamics of a bmw i don't know what they do but really it's one of the most fun vehicles i don't care which model it is it's one of the best driving vehicles i've ever driven right um they just seem to understand engineering and driving dynamics better than anybody else well and 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 i i look at a bmw is as i deserve it and Marlon has worked hard all his life. You've worked hard all your life. The kids are still working on it. But you guys, I mean, as much as you love that vehicle, you guys truly deserve it. And 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 it's not, you know, out of the out of the out of the question about as far as affording it, because that's what's nice about leasing it. You know, if you're buying it, unless you pay cash, the payments could go quite high. You know what I mean? You're you're exactly right. The pro- here's the problem, Dave, is if you if you want me to continue with my gig on the air and reviewing vehicles, if we buy this, I'm never going to want to drive the press vehicle. Well, there is uh, there is something to be saved for that. You're absolutely right. Then you might also have to get a job at McDonald's. Oh, man, why you got to go there? Uh, hey, there's nothing wrong with the McRib. What are you crazy? Come on, girl. No, it's you know it. And that's what, you know, BMWs, you know, they don't they're not called driving machines for nothing, you know. They're not and, you know, like my neighbor said it was funny cuz he's like, "Man, he's like we just we just got a new uh M3 uh X3 and he's like, uh, you know, I'm looking at yours and I'm wondering if we should have gone bigger." Mm-hmm. Um and that was the debate we were having is like, "Oh, this is really nice, but maybe we need an X7." So, I I will say, you know, my only issue and I always warn people about this is like BMW's uh infotainment system is very unique. Um, so there's a little bit of a learning curve, but I was talking to my neighbor about that. He was like, you know what? He said within like a couple weeks, he's like, my wife had everything figured out. Right. He's like, now not a problem at all. See, that is one of my issues with journalists. We get cars for a week and we're no sooner halfway through the week. And now we're getting ready for the next one. And then the next one, and then the next one. And whether you're writing on radio or on TV, it's very hard to become one with that vehicle. I had a buddy of mine, a journalist, and I says, hey, did you try that? He goes, no, I didn't try that. I didn't try anything. I just drive it for a week and give it back. I go, well, and I, I kind of wondered why he said that, but he said it because I'm not keeping it. You know, if I was keeping it, I would be in the owner's manual. I'd be on the website, and I would get to know this car like as if it was a part of the family. And, and I think that's that's what the important part is. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and that's, you know, it's interesting. Um, one of the things I always try and do is I always sync my phone with it immediately, not because oh, I'm yeah. going to be um, talking 
if I want driving, but it, it's part of the experience to see, like, is this, you know, how difficult is this? Is it easy? Is it difficult? I always try and sit in the back seat. You know, what's the airflow like? Things right, like that. Right. Because um, it's important. Because, like you said, there's there's a week. But, again, you know, also telling people, I always tell people, just because you test drive it, when you test drive a vehicle, average test drive time is like 15, 20 minutes. Right. Um, don't talk yourself out of that vehicle when you're like, oh, I love everything about it, but I couldn't figure out how to use the radio or the navigation or whatever because it's like, you know what, that's something you're going to learn over the course of five days, two weeks, whatever, and then it's no longer going to be an issue. So if you love the way it drives, you love the interior, you love the gas mileage, um, don't let that one thing uh, dissuade you. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, you're absolutely correct. And it is too bad that road tests. But one thing good about COVID, now what they're doing is they're bringing the vehicle to you, and they're letting you have it for a few hours. Where before, if you went to the dealer, you'd have to have a salesman with you. And that's probably the only positive thing I can think about COVID is it does allow people that qualify. I mean, it's not going to let anybody to, you know, take one for a couple hours. You know, you're going to have to, you know, fill out a borrowed car agreement, give them your insurance and all that. But at least now you'll, you're able to spend some, some time in it. And even three hours isn't enough to, to really become one with that car. But you already knew it the minute you sat in it. You knew right then and there this could be a car you could leave in your driveway. Oh, absolutely. Fell in love with it. And Marlon fell in love with it, you know, just being a passenger. I mean, and, and to, that, to me, that says a whole lot about a vehicle and the way it handles. If you become, you know, enamored with a vehicle just from riding in it, um, you're not even behind the wheel. That that speaks uh, volumes. Yeah, without without a shadow of a doubt. Well, I tell you what, kid. I knew you'd fall in love with it as soon as I told me when you told me what you're going to be reviewing. I'm going, ah, oh, geez, they're going to be selling something to keep this one. Hey, how do people follow you around? <laughs> That's uh, at Zany Mom NTX on Twitter, NDPH Two O on Instagram, FocusDailyNews.com for news, and follow Dave, Brian, myself for automotive news on Facebook.com backslash YAK Radio. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Yeah, I can't wait. I'd give the family a big hug, and we'll talk to you down the road. This is FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to You Ought to Know on FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. The is brought to you by Weather Machine, 9303 Bond Avenue. If you're looking for a great AC and heating company that's family-owned and operated, you cannot beat weather machine i tell you they are absolutely amazing folks i've known uh, the family for quite some time and i highly recommend if you need any kind of ac or heat work there uh you those are the ones when only the best will do that's not a slogan of theirs that's the way they treat people over 20 to 30 years experience factory trained, and one thing they're one of the last true tradesman companies with a full sheet metal department so if you've got an older system, and let's say some of the sheet metal has been damaged and needs to be replaced, hey, most places will just tell you you got to buy a whole new AC system, not weather machines. They've got their own shop. They can replicate any part or piece you need. Check out Weather Machine right here at 619-443-9974, 619-443-9974, and tell them Dave sent you. All right, Brian, how you doing, buddy? I'm fine, Dave. How are you today? Hey, I'm living the dream, having a great day here on the old radio, and we had a pretty yeah. good time uh, the, uh, last week in the new Tucson yeah. by Hyundai. 
We had an amazing time, Dave. And I mean, you know, if you go to Hyundai's consumer site, they have quietly built out just a vast arsenal of weapons here, Dave. Let me, let me take you through them real quick, just in case you've forgotten. Sure. Venue. The starting entry-level vehicle is the Hyundai Venue. Very, very cool uh, entry-level sport utility vehicle. Then you go to Kona, Kona Electric, uh, Tucson. They've got the Santa Cruz Sport Adventure Vehicle, which is basically – a Tucson with the with the truck uh, pickup truck bed on the back, small bed. Mm-hmm. Santa Fe, Santa Fe Hybrid, Palisade, which is selling like hotcakes. Next to a fuel cell vehicle. Then the, on the uh, sedan side, Accent, Elantra, Elantra Hybrid, Sonata, Sonata Hybrid, Compacts, Ionic, Ionic Plug-in, Ionic Electric, Veloster, Veloster N, and your favorite. Veloster GT. Mm-hmm. No, Veloster N is your favorite. Yeah. And then you have the Elantra GT. Right. So for 2021 day, 2022 rather, they have the new Tucson sport utility vehicle. Now it's interesting, again, on their site, they have the 2020 listed, the 2021 listed, and you can find out information on the 2022. So folks, if you got a few less coins than you need to buy the 2022 starting at 24950 I am sure you can get one heck of a deal on remaining 2020 and 2021 models because if you drive this 2022 model, you won't want to buy anything else in terms of this class of uh, vehicle. Right. I and used to start, Dave, with the – go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, bro. I was just going to say, when, when I went over there for the press event, and I'm sure you thought the same way, okay, here comes another yeah, here SU – here comes another SUV, and it's going to be cookie cutter. It's going to look like everybody else's. Farthest thing from the truth. When they when you get to know this vehicle, you'll know it miles away from the front, the back, and the sides. The way they've designed that, man, it is gorgeous. Yeah. And I took uh, I took my I had a dark gray model, a charcoal gray model, and I took it. They had a you know small off road course for us, twenty seven miles or so, and I have. I took a photo and entered it in, you know, a contest they had for the media, mm-hmm. social media, and I got dust all over that thing. And, man, the dust really highlighted yeah. the crisp angular lines of this vehicle. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's not Japanese in no. terms of, you know, they take a grill and stretch it out to proportions. You're like, you know, what the heck were they thinking? <laughs> like, you know, Honda and Lexus sometimes, you're like, come on, guys. You know, I know you have all these. Ife Dudu and all this, you know, Inja, uh, Jinba, Itai, and all these great Japanese slogans that you have to for for sayings in Japan. But this is the United States. We don't get any of that stuff. So, you know, can you tone down the styling just a little bit? But every Hyundai vehicle nails it. Now, this Santa Fe, to me, I can't even call it a baby Palisade because mm. it's just got more angularity yeah. than the Palisade. It's just an absolutely gorgeous vehicle up front. You've got a Hyundai, a beautiful Hyundai grill, flanked by um, wing, wing-like, wing um, Delta wing-like daytime running lights and full LED headlights with fog lights lower set in the grill that kind of upsweeps, indicates that, hey, you know, we're, we're sucking in a lot of air for performance here, although it's not a performance vehicle by any stretch. Mm-mm. It just looks like a performance SUV. Yeah. You know, I was kind of really grooving off of you and Kristen talking about the BMW uh, no, no, it's not a BMW, but it sure looks like one in terms of, you know, the aggressiveness and the uh, performance potential 
just based on styling alone. Okay, let's not get carried away here, but based on styling alone, it's it's a very good looking car, Dave. What are your thoughts on the styling? Well, I absolutely agree. I mean, uh, I had the 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 darker blue, and I did not go off road. I I decided to go check out a museum, but. I was so impressed not only by the exterior but the interior. And in one other yeah. little thing and you and it's like, wow, how come no one else has ever thought about it? You know, normally on the back end you've got the rear wiper and it's always in the way and it's, you know, whether you go through a car wash it gets hung up or or if you're trying to wash the back window. Not on this car. They tucked it up underneath the visor or the rear right. spoiler. Totally out of sight. What, I mean, what an innovative idea. I mean, I was totally, totally uh, impressed by that. And and that goes from the front of the car to the back of the car. And it's priced right, yeah. good fuel mileage, very comfortable. I think, what, there's three or four different models you can choose from? Well, let's, let's count them out here. Nine different models. Oh, eight. my gosh. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> SE starting at 24,950. Uh-huh. SEL, and again, the trim walk here, you know, we're choosing between gas, hybrid, right. and line, which is their performance version, and plug-in hybrid. So SE 24950, SEL 26500, hybrid 29050, it's called a hybrid blue, end line starting at 30600, hybrid SEL convenience starting at 31600, Limited starting at thirty four seven, hybrid limited, thirty seven three fifty, and plug in hybrid blue. They haven't determined the uh, price of that yet, but for thirty seven thousand, you get H track all wheel drive, ten point two five, ten and a quarter inch touchscreen nav, uh, surround view, blind spot monitoring, remote park assist, which is a really cool feature. You don't have to spend a whole lot of money. Uh, you have to uh, go up to at least the limited level to get. The remote park assistant. Dave, you're familiar with this. You got some jerk in a in a big old sport utility on one side and you got a family van, you know, parked over the line on the other side and, and you can't get out of your space because you can't get in the daggone yeah, car. Yeah. Well, yeah. press a press a button on the remote key fob, Dave, and it'll back your car right out of the spot for you and safely do so because it has cameras and sensors, you know, assessing the situation. Mm-hmm. And it will fully break the vehicle if it ses- assesses danger, if it assesses you're in the way or a child comes running across or a bicycle or a dog, all of these, all of these things. And what about the, the side mirror? What about the side, you know, the cameras that are on the dash? Now, this is not brand new, but they've carried it right. into the Tucson. And to me, that's a feature that should be mandated. You turn the left turn signal on, the, the round gauge turns into a high-def camera, looks all yep. the way down the left side. Turn right, same thing. I love that feature. Yeah. Tachometer on the left turns yep. into a, a high-definition camera. And on the right, the speedometer turns into a camera, and you're right. And it is just invaluable mm. in D.C. and L.A. and San Diego traffic where uh-huh. – you know, you just got morons all over the place darting in and out, darting in and out. So, you, you know, you check your, your lane and you got your blind spot monitoring system that's, you know, standard, um, you know, across many of the of the models here on the Tucson. But that camera is visual proof that you can change lanes irrespective of all the other safety yeah. systems they have. Right. Another thing that's, that's really impressive for this uh, price uh, point, Dave, is the rear seat occupant alert. Mm-hmm. Too many children, too many pets die every year in yeah. hot climates because they, they basically bake to death inside cars because their parents or their caregivers 
or the family members just forget they're there. You know, we live in a stressful society, and people are stressed out, it seems, over just so many things these days. You know, we got COVID, people losing jobs. Sure. And nobody wants to forget about a kid or, or a dog or a cat and, and leave them to, to die baking in a no. car. Well, Hyundai to the rescue, because if it senses that there's an uh, occupant in that back seat, it will alert authorities uh, via the telematic system. And uh, you will be able to rescue, um, you know, rescue that child or that pet. So it's just, you know, from top to bottom, these cars are safe. They've got a ton of features. When you buy a Hyundai or a Kia product, you just look down all the list of standard features and it boggles the mind. And then you get over to the, um, you know, to the options part. Okay, so they ding you for some little stupid thing that they put on at the dealer like uh custom valve cover caps. I don't know. Some crap they put on at the dealer that they stick $125 on it for. It, it's like, you know, it's like Mama Celeste, you know, Abadanza. Yeah. It's like it's in there. You know, you get everything tossed into the car. And uh, it just, it, it rides well. I fit well. You know, you know, Sasquatch the Giant here. Yeah. I fit well, even with the dual panel glass sunroof. Um, the hybrid is the way to go, folks. That thing puts out over 200 horsepower, and when you put your foot in it, it rocks and rolls. Now, the base model, it's a little pokey off the line. You get up to highway speed, it's decent. But if you, you like acceleration like we like acceleration, mm-hmm. then spend that little bit of extra money, get the hybrid version. You know, again, you can buy a hybrid starting at $30, uh, $31,650. It's just worth the extra money, Dave. Yep. It's it's really, it's a well done vehicle. Now, right now on the consumer website, you can uh, they're they're offering insider a special insider deal. Reserve yours now for a hundred dollars, and they'll offer you one point nine percent APR provided. You know, you qualify. Credit. Yeah, yeah, you qualify or lease as low as two hundred seventy nine dollars wow. a month. Now, I don't know how they expect to get rid of any of the 2020 or 2021 <laughs> that are that are lingering because, you know, not only is this vehicle much better than an already good 2020 and 2021, but then they're going to throw this Hyundai Insider deal at you to get you to buy the car. Now, it's, and then you get special edition floor mats to the first thousand people to reserve and purchase your Tucson. So not only do you get a little cachet by having, you know, kind of launch edition floor mats, you're going to save a boatload of money, yeah. and you got a vehicle that offers world-class safety, great performance in the hybrid model. It's not; it's decent in the base model, but again, you know, it's a, it's a 1.6 liter four. It could stand a little bit of a, and I may have that engine size wrong, but it's just um, it's not the fastest vehicle. On them. It's a 2.5 liter four. I'm sorry, 187 horsepower, but a 1.6 liter turbo in the hybrid. So you got 226 horsepower with the turbo and the hybrid electric motor. It's just the way to go, folks. And it's 20, got a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty, 5-year, 60, buy the Hyundai service contract, and you don't have to worry Come about on. that car for 10 years. And you can literally put, you know, I mean, you'll probably put more than 100,000 miles oh, on yeah. it if you own it for 10 years. But it's just that's that spells peace of mind. Yep, that's all. Hyundai's are no longer the laughing stock. Yep. I remember, uh, and I've said this before on air to the uh, KCBQ listeners. My sister bought a 1986 Hyundai Excel. <laughs> it had a Mitsubishi-based four-cylinder, and it excelled at 
The only thing it excelled at, Dave, was blowing head gaskets. <laughs> I too. put three head gaskets on our car in the driveway in front of our house. It was very easy to work on. Oh, yeah. Uh, to the point where I, you know, we, we milled the head so far, you know, so far down that we needed racing fuel because <laughs> the compression ratio was like, you know. Because it, it warped. Like, it warped like nobody. <laughs> hey, I was a service manager during that time. Right. And let me tell you, right. nobody's. You think I got no butt left? It's because everybody that bought that car chewed me up one side. Chewed. But we asked oh Hyundai. God. We told Hyundai, "Look, I get where you're trying to do. You're just coming into the market. Right. Do me a favor, cover this car with a great warranty." And they did, buddy. It's always yeah. good seeing you. We didn't hang out good enough. Uh, let me know next time when you're going someplace that I might be coming to, and we'll we'll make sure we hook up a little bit more often. Absolutely. All okay, right. Dave. Have a great day, man. Good to talk to you. Thanks, buddy. Thanks all right. We're going to take okay. a quick break. You're all listening to FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to You Ought to Know. FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. Convoy Auto Service sponsors this segment. Napa Auto Care, ASC certified. Master Tech's in-house. Warranty's good. Clear across the United States. Go to convoyautorepair.com for all your automotive needs. And while you're up there talking to Dave at Convoy Auto, walk next door to Bumper Dock in Kearney Mesa. They're at uh, 3885 right next door. KearneyMesaBumperDock.com for scratches, dings, and dents. Hey, if you have a lease return, you want to make sure you take it to Bumper Dock first. Let them do all the work. It'll save you about half as much money as if you take it back to your lease company. Kind of tattered because they will take it to a body shop and get it all paid for and you'll pay full retail. All right, we're going to listen to Ted Ryan. He's the Ford Archive Heritage Manager. Did you know Mustang's having a birthday? 57 years old. Take a listen. Hey, folks, guess what? I got my good buddy Ted Ryan on the line. And you know he's the guy that takes care of all of the Ford Archives and Heritage. He's the director. And we're celebrating a birthday. And I guess it's not yours, but, of course, maybe 57 wouldn't be a bad number. But uh, be that as it may. How you doing today, Ted? I'm doing great, and you're not going to believe it. My birthday's on Sunday, and I turn 57 one day after the Mustang turns 57. Well, I think they should give you one for that, don't you think? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'll definitely take one. Yeah, but you couldn't decide which one you wanted. That's the problem you'll probably have. Oh, wow. I'm taking the 64-and-a-half Wimbledon white convertible. Three on the floor, 289 engine. It just looks so pretty. No, 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 no. I'm taking that one. You have to get something else. <laughs> but, uh, then I, I'll, I'll do the Shelby uh, 350, 1966. One just sold for $1.2 at uh, Barrett-Jackson the other day. Yeah, just think if we would have thought of that back in the day, how many of them we could have bought and put in a warehouse, and just think how filthy rich we'd be today. Amen. You know, but that's the beauty about Mustang is uh, – uh, that there's a Mustang for everybody. Uh, some people love the Fox body. Uh, some people love the Shelby. Some people love the original. I think the one that's probably the most significant outside of the original was the 2005 or Mustang sort of returned to its, uh, its muscle car looking roots and uh, really revitalized the, the nameplate again. I would probably pick the bullet. I, there's something about that car with the deep forest green the growl, the white shifter knob. It was in the movie, of course, Bullet. I had a chance to interview Sean and his lovely wife a couple of times. I got to see the car. 
roll off at uh, at, at Mecham for three point four million, and it was purchased by his dad for thirty five hundred. That would have been cool if they'd have sold it for three point five million. That would have been crazy. <laughs> it would have been very symmetrical, and you know that special edition is that just sold out a couple of years ago is part of what is driving Mustang sales now. We're second year in a row we're the world's best-selling sports coupe, and uh, six year in a row we're the world's best-selling sports car. Uh, so, and and it's things like the Bullet Edition, the brand new Mach One, which I don't know if you've had a chance to see or drive yet, uh, but that thing looks fast standing still. It's just amazing, and the the GT500 that's on the market now, the performance is really what what's helping uh, push Mustang sales to ever ever uh, growing heights. Well, I had a dream experience uh, last year, even though it was during COVID, but Ford did such a phenomenal job. They invited me to Sonoma Raceway slash Sears Point Raceway to drive the 350R on the track and take the Shelby GT500 down the drag strip. It was one of the best days I think I've ever had. I mean, talk about iconic. And it was so funny because it's the first time I'd actually driven on the track at Sonoma. And I was so excited. I almost missed three of the turns because NASCAR and, and, and all the race sports car racing kept flashing through my head. And I'm trying to cut their lines. And, oh, my God, it was such a great experience. But the Heritage, the Heritage one that you mentioned, that 350 Heritage with the Wimbledon white with the blue stripe, they actually physically sent me one for a week. And I have to agree, after all the things I've driven, I think that 350R, even though it's a limited edition car, I think that could be a daily driver and put a smile on your face every day. It could be, and that's that's part of the beauty of Mustang, is you can get it at any uh, performance category you want. Uh, uh, all last year, my uh, uh, I gave my son my Mustang, and I had a, a, a six-cylinder Echo Boost, and even that has 320 horsepower, so... You know, it's got as much pop, and in sport mode, any of them will perform. Uh, and for your listeners, if you uh, Ford has the different modes for the different drive, you know, wet or slippery, or the, and you put it in sport, and my gosh, the shifting is just amazing. Getting on the highway, I would find myself doing zero to eighty in just seconds. It, it's it's a fun ride. Well, and that's what I try to explain to people too. You know, they say, oh, well, you know, the, the three fifty doesn't have enough horsepower. I said, how much do you need and how much? How long are you going to use it? I go, you know, you got to drive these cars. And, you know, when you have a performance car, unless you're in the SCCA, you know, most people that buy those hardly ever use the potential of that vehicle. So you might as well get one, you know, that doesn't have quite as much horsepower, maybe give you a little better fuel mileage. But yet when you need it, it's there. And I think that 350 hits it on the head, truly. I, I'm with you, and uh, the the one of the things that's really struck me with going all the way back is that the generation that got the first Mustang, the the '64 and a half that was introduced at the World's Fair, that was a generation that was looking for something new. The baby boomers were coming of age; they wanted their own music, so they got uh, Elvis and the Beatles. The Beatles came in '64 as well, and then the Mustang was their car. But there's been a Mustang for every generation since then. And, you know, it's just, it's the, how many nameplates hang around for 57 years? And the fact that Mustang has been able to do that and keep growing and, and keep being a sales leader just tells you that the DNA of the Mustang is fun, performance, whatever level you want. 
and a great, great, great design. It just looks great. And I love the body stock style of the 21. My, it's sleek. I mean, I didn't think they could do better, but I've been saying that probably since in the 90s. You know, I'm, and then they just kept getting sleeker and sleeker and sleeker and sleeker. And the next thing you know, the 21 is, and you can hear it coming. I mean, there's just something about that Mustang. And, you know, if you get you can get yourself a little V6 automatic, you know, with the EcoBoost motor in it, and you could be the happiest clam in town. And, and, and these cars hold their retail value like crazy. So, no, it's a win-win all the way around. So it's going to be a great birthday party. Is Ford going to do anything at the local dealer level? I haven't had a chance to reach out. Uh, not at the dealer level, but in Detroit. With COVID, it's just so hard. But in Detroit, right. we're having, we're helping the Michigan uh, Mustang Club hold a rally that's going to lead from uh, the famous uh, Michigan Central Station and go to Ypsilanti. We're going to go past Harrity headquarters in Ann Arbor and then end up at Ford's garage in, in Dearborn. And we're hoping for a, a great turnout. And that's the only way you can do it and be safe is have everybody in their own car uh, and just yeah. do it in, in a rally format. Well, I'm still beating on Ford. Um, let's see, who was supposed to be on the interview instead of you today? Uh, Jim Owens. Yeah. And I keep telling Jim, Jim, I'll fly to Detroit. You put me in a Mustang and let me run let me run the, the, the Route 66 to Santa Monica. I says, maybe we could do a little on-air contest, get somebody that wins, can ride with me. And he keeps saying, that's a great idea. Then COVID hits. So I have to wait till that's over with. But wouldn't that be a fun trip? That is a great idea. I want to join you. We'll, we'll yeah. document Route 66 and Mustangs. I'll take a vintage one and you take a new one. And yeah, uh, we can, we'll have fun. We can switch off and on. I like your yeah. idea. I'm going to hold you to that one. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to I'm going to tell Jim that, that you came up with a good one. Uh, we work with his team all the time, and that, that I love that idea. I do too. And we can, uh, you know, I've got a videographer we can bring with us, and he could uh, capture it on that, and he could upload it to social media every night. We can do uh, we can actually do an interview every evening and talk about the experience and the driving. All right, well, we we got to work on that, Ted. I'm sold, and that's. Can you imagine seeing a couple of vintage Mustangs, or, or you know, in tandem, on America's classic highway? I think the, the the visual just cries out Americana and cries out Mustang. I'm telling you, I got goosebumps on top of goosebumps, man. That is an awesome idea. All right, well, hey, I got to let you go. Thanks again for uh, calling in, and uh, we'll work on that because I think that would be a blast. Everybody raise a toast to the Mustang on, on the 17th as it uh, turns 50, a uh, spry 57. You know what? 57 years from now, we'll be, we'll still be celebrating Mustang because I'll guarantee you the nameplate will still be around. Without a shadow of a doubt. All right, buddy, you take care and have a great weekend. Thank you much.
This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.